Well, uh, what's happening? Um, welcome back to the What's Happening podcast. Um, today I have Harry on again, and he was the one talking about mountains. If you forgot, or if you haven't listened to the rest of them, I think it was episode two. Um, and today we're going to ask the question in relation to the justice system and prison in general: what is more important, or what? Sorry, what works better? Should I say, or what? Okay, sorry. Yeah, what's more important? Let's just put it that way. In terms of the justice system, rehabilitation or punishment? That's what we're asking today. Um, so we're going to just look at, you know, in terms of the prison system and the justice system sort of as a general whole. We're not narrowing it down to any particular country. And we're just looking more at a point of view of, you know, what is better? Is it better to punish criminals? Or is it better to try and rehabilitate them? So the first thing I'll say is i'll leave it to you harry um because you're obviously more in favor of rehabilitation of yeah, criminals yeah yeah um and just really what is your main reason for that more like why do you hold that viewpoint okay well my view well let me first say that if you'd asked me this question last year i would have said you know people need punished for crimes to do you know it needs to be done but now i've got the opinion that if you treat people like animals in a prison when it comes to releasing them you're going to get animals you know what i mean like yeah like is it kind of, so your kind of your argument is more is it from an individual point of view and in that people shouldn't be treated that badly or is it from more of like a a societal point of view so it's sort of like do you know what, like, is it, it would be more of a societal, societal point, yeah, of view? point of view? Yeah. Okay, so the argument would be then that if, let's say someone goes out and murders somebody, right? Yeah. yeah. And that individual then gets thrown in jail, obviously, from that. You're saying that if you treat him like an animal and then release him 20 years later, he's going to come out just as bad, if not worse, and is more likely to recommit the crime. Which is obviously bad for society because yeah. if criminals come out, reoffend, do all that shit over again. Obviously, that's you know you don't want that. And do you know I what I mean? Is in that... the UK, a third of criminals reoffend within something like six months. Something a I heard. third of criminals in yeah, six months. Like that's wild. That numbers. is quite like, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, <sighs> then again, you'll always get the argument as you know it shouldn't be like a holiday camp. You know, it, it, yeah, it, well, it should be going and it shouldn't be good. I mean, my kind of, the kind of argument that I would give for that this point of this argument is that from a societal standpoint, I don't, like from an individual standpoint, right? Yeah. Punishment is not a good thing in ter- for prisons, right? But from, an, from a societal standpoint, for the benefit of society, I think punishment is the right option for the justice system. And the reason is, there's a famous uh, philosopher, Thomas Hobbes, right? And Thomas Hobbes wrote a book called Leviathan, right? Mm-hmm. And in this book, he basically gave his, basically his views of the world and how he thought they could be solved, right? Yeah. And his argument was that people in and of themselves are bad and evil, right? He used to quote something along the lines of, the life of man is brutish and short vicious violent something along those lines right i don't know the exact quote but that's mm-hmm. basically what it yeah. was right and his argument was that people were our souls 
people were dickheads, right? And everybody would do anything in their way to get the better of another person, right? And basically he argued that humans in and of themselves are violent animals, like any other animal, right? And without laws and stuff in place and a state in place, yeah. humans would run wild, right? So his overall argument was to get a human to do something, right, you need to give them something in return. And he called this sort of like contract, right? Mm-hmm. So if I turn around to you and I said, if you go to the shops and get me a Coke, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a fiver for it, right? You won't go to the shops to get me a Coke unless you know for certain you're going to get you're that fiver, right? Yeah. So his argument was something needs to be in place to ensure that individuals uphold these sort of social contracts. Mm-hmm. So obviously with like friends and the fiver, like it's hard to do, but for bigger scale things, like he said, for example, murder, right? So how do I know when I leave the house that someone across the street isn't going to murder me, right? So let's say I have a wallet on me, I have a fancy car, right? Uh, yeah. What is there to guarantee that the person across the street won't murder me, right? And what guarantees it is there is a social contract in place, i.e. the justice system, where that individual knows if they murder me. They, like, so basically there's a contract in place, which and the contract is that you shouldn't murder other other civilians of your society, right? Yeah, yeah. Other members of your society, you shouldn't murder them, right? That's the contract. And how that contract is upheld is that if you kill somebody, you're punished, yeah. right? So that's the idea. So maybe in the case of, you know, the contract you and me have made, so each human being in a society makes a contract between one another that I won't kill you if you don't kill me, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically along those lines. But if there's nothing to uphold that contract, people will kill anyway if they know they can get away with it. So what then is put in place, according to Hobbes, is you put a state in place, you put a justice system in place, where if someone breaks that contract, they're punished, which prevents people from breaking it, right? That was his main argument. So his argument was everybody would run wild without laws, without a state, right? And that's what he meant. That's The book was called Leviathan. That's what he meant by Leviathan, okay. was that Leviathan was the state apparatus, the big overarching monster or beast Keeping everything, keeping in everything in line yeah. and in check, right? So that was his idea, and from that sort of point of view, you know, the justice system and punishment on a societal point of view works, right? It doesn't completely work. It doesn't prevent crime completely, right? But it's kind of like the harsher the punishment. It's like attack is the first form of defense, right? And it's like if you can deter someone from doing something before they do it, fantastic, right? Yeah. I know a lot of people, and most human beings in general, right, if you ask them, if I turn around to a regular human being and I said, okay, that guy across the street, you don't know him. You, if you go over there and punch him in the face as hard as you can, break his nose or whatever, I'll give you a Ferrari, right? And you know that for a fact. Most human beings would do that if they knew they could get away with it. But they're like, someone might see me, I get caught in camera, I'll go to jail for assault, whatever. Right? That's the big one. Yeah, going to jail. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the same with murder, right? Not everyone would go out and murder people. But I could tell you now for a fact, there are people who would love to murder people. You hear people say all the time, like, oh, I'd kill that I would kill that, that yeah. boy if I had the chance. Do you know what I mean? And obviously they don't actually mean it because they know they'd get caught and they'd go to jail. But if they could get away with it, or if laws didn't exist, they would. It's like the Purge, the movies. Yeah. The perfect yeah. example. When that Leviathan disappears, 
people go wild. And then there's all these questions, would that actually happen? And I would argue yes, right? To a certain degree, yeah. So from that yeah. point of view, punishment is not necessarily there as a... It's a deterrent, right? It's a preventative measure for crime. It works in that sense mm-hmm. because it prevents a lot of people committing crime, right? What it doesn't do a good job of is when people have committed that crime. So on the individual level, when the individual commits that crime and goes to jail, right, it doesn't help that individual that they're punished after that. It doesn't help them mentally, psychologically, whatever, right, physically. But it helps society in the sense that it prevents the vast majority of people committing serious crimes. Yeah, no, that's a a very good point. It prevents it from happening to a certain degree. But it's the aftermath, really, when the prisoner is released after sentencing you know what i mean then yeah it's it might happen again you know what i mean but you see if you take the time and the money and i understand it does take a lot of money and resources to rehabilitate prisoners but when you release them and they do go and get a trade they will be they will be paying back the society by paying taxes and you know what i mean like and yeah. hopefully their change, their their way of thinking would be changed. You know, say if you're sentenced to 15 years for murder, say, you know, by the time those 15 years are done, you would be probably a different human. Yeah, I, like, I mean, yeah, okay. I understand, and I, I kind of agree in the sense that you could either spend 15 years rehabilitating someone, right? Yeah. And by rehabilitating them people for 15 years, right, once they come out after being rehabilitated, they then contribute to society, they do whatever needs to be done, right? And you're kind of like, let's say if we take two separate individuals, right, one who's punished, one who's rehabilitated, Mm -hmm. right? And let's say for the one who's punished, it deters five other people from committing a crime. Yeah. And let's say those five other people that it prevents from committing a crime, they maybe save society as a whole let's say five pounds in costs right Mm -hmm. and it costs one pound to punish this guy right so you punish the guy and this deters five other people from committing a crime right which saves five pound costs a pound to punish the guy let's say over 20 years yeah yeah yeah. so it's a four pound net win right it's four pound gain right you rehabilitate the guy, let's say it only prevents two other people mm-hmm. from committing a crime. So that's two pound gain from com- not them not committing a crime, right? The rehabilitation costs a pound as well. And then let's say maybe gives you a pound back when he goes back into the real world. Yeah, yeah. That's a zero net gain. It's In the other case, it's a five net or it's a four net gain, right? So what I'm basically trying to say is rehabilitation is good in the sense that it prevents the individual who committed the crime from recommitting and it sort of pays you back for the punishment because they contribute to society when they come out again right but if you punish somebody yes that individual might come out and commit another crime or just might not contribute anything to society Mm -hmm. right but if the cost of rehabilitation and punishment are roughly the same but the punishment of the one the harsh punishment of the one individual prevents the other five from committing a crime as opposed to preventing two from committing a crime through rehabilitation, the punishment is going to benefit society more. Do you get yeah, what I mean? No, I get what you mean. And I did see that 
annual cost of rehabilitation schemes in prisons. That, that's the thing. They're more expensive than punishment. About 103 grand a year. Exactly. Per, per prisoner. Like, um, like that's crazy. Like, like that is mad. That's ridiculous, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the other argument as well you can make. Is it's... In fact, before, sorry, we'll move on to that in a sec. Okay. Because that's another argument. But talking about how punishment prevents individuals from doing something, right? Mm-hmm. Even though, like, it's a deterrent, right? Yeah. It's kind of like... Jeremy Bentham was another philosopher, right? And he okay. created, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, like, the Panopticon. No, right? no, no. And the Panopticon was basically his idea of a prison, right? The perfect prison. And basically what he argued was for this perfect prison was it would be built in such a way that every cell block could be viewed from the, like, guard tower, right? At okay. any moment. So, like, the guard couldn't view every tower simultaneously all at one go, right? But every cell block on its own could be viewed from the guard tower at any point, right? And his argument was the prisoners wouldn't know. They know the guards could be watching them at any point, right? But they wouldn't know themselves if they were being watched or not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that they knew they could be being watched... At any time would prevent them from doing anything, right? Put them off, yeah. And that's exactly, the panopticon is exactly where modern day CCTV comes from, right? Okay, right, yeah. And the the idea of CCTV, much like punishment in prison, it's a deterrent, right? Not everyone is always watching a CCTV camera, right? No, no, What usually happens in the case of CCTV cameras is, if something, like let's say someone killed somebody, right? What would happen is after they find, they think that individual might be linked to the crime, they then use CCTV to look back and see if they can see the individual doing it, right? It's not like people are, it's not like every CCTV camera in the world is being constantly watched, right? But what it does is, because you know at any one given moment, you could be being viewed live. For example, if you're in a CCTV camera and it's not being looked at, let's say you want to steal a car, yeah, right? Or, I'll give you the perfect example. So, when I was, I think, seven or eight, we went to Glasgow, right? And me and Alex had just got new PSPs, right? Mm-hmm. And Alex left his PSP down, his bag with his PSP in it, and my PSP happened to be in his bag as well okay. for some reason, right? And he set it down, basically, you know, when you're a kid, you just forget. And he set it down to lift, like, the bags off, you know, the conveyor belt, belt thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And someone snatched the bag with the two PSPs in it, right? Now, we didn't realize till we got to our hotel because Alex didn't realize he didn't have it because he was a kid. And I still had my bag, but I didn't realize that my PSP wasn't in it, right? Yeah. So, once we realized this, I my granda then went back to Glasgow Airport to see if there was CCTV of someone stealing, stealing it, right? It, yeah. And the security guard or whatever literally said, we don't record CCTV. It's only live. So they didn't know. But if you knew that, let's say all CCTV around the world was just live, it wasn't recorded, mm-hmm. which isn't the case. But if it was just live, even though only so many eyes could be looking through every CCTV camera yeah, at once, yeah. you wouldn't steal a car because you there's, don't, always, there's a always a chance yeah. they're watching you at that very moment. Even though chances are they're not because there's such a slim chance. And you'll not do it. And that's the same idea with... That's where the you know CCTV comes from. It's the idea that because you could possibly always be being watched, 
you always think you are being watched. It's like when you go into a shop and it says, smile, you're on TV. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. It's like, yeah, it's the same thing. That's exactly what it is. If, if there might, the camera mightn't even be like well, in your... Look at it this way. Every time you see a CTV, CCTV camera, me personally, I always look at it slightly weird, thinking maybe, you know, somebody is watching me. That's it. Like, I look through it assuming the security guard is looking right at me every single time. Oh, I. But that's yeah. just not the case. Uh, but it acts as a deterrent for me doing anything bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's the same thing with punishment as a crime. Or punishment for crimes. is it's a, it's a deterrent. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. If you turn around and it was like, okay, you go to jail. Like that prison in Switzerland, right? Yeah. Like. Oh, Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's it like? So pretty much as soon as you go in the, uh, the prison, you'll be greeted and you'll get your cuffs taken off you. You get, you shake your hand, the person in charge of the prison. I forget the name of this uh, prison, but um, I remember seeing it. And um, on TV, you go in, and how it works is they give you the responsibility to hold your cell key, lock yourself in from 9.30 to, like, 6 in the morning. And then from those hours, like, after the, you know, the lockdown, you're able to roam your wing of the prison and you're allowed to go outside and you know like kick football it's, it it reminded me like of a school almost and pretty much if you don't play ball and you do rebel they will put you in like a like a padded cell like there is still repercussions if you you put your toes out of line like but it just seemed it didn't seem like a prison if you get me like it, it seemed more well, it wasn't punishment it's rehabilitation yeah that's it like yeah that's the difference that is yeah but for me i think the punishment is being confined to you know like a compound or you know like a building like i think that's punishment in it's itself if you get me like that's what would deter me from you know doing a crime you know because you know i'm gonna have to be confined to this place for 15 years but like the, they were saying on this documentary that the longest sentence you can get, even for murder, is 25 years. Like, that is the maximum sentence in that country that you can, like, merit. It's 25, 25 years. 25 years. That's, that could be even, like, a multiple murderer. See, I, I don't know, right? But to me personally, right, 25 years for murder is not a very long time. You take it if if you if you're twenty and you murder someone like you know like you'll still you'll not be an absolute dinosaur when you get out no. like <laughs> like you could literally go on a murder spree, kill twenty five people if I'm if you're correct yeah like I'm twenty one I could come out at forty six yeah yeah like if I came out at forty six worked for twenty years to sixty six in a decent job you'd have a pretty decent pension. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you could go on and have it. You'd probably write a book as well. Ridiculous. Yeah, you write a book, you'd probably make tons of money <laughs> That's from That's it, like, yeah. I killed 30 people. Here's my story. Yeah, here's my yeah. story. <laughs> like, I, that's my problem, right? Maybe even and a Netflix documentary. Y- probably, yeah. <laughs> and that that's the thing that, don't get me wrong, right? When it comes to, like, that Swedish prison, right? It's not as if people would sit or I would sit and think, oh, that's class. Get me in here. Nah, right? it would be shit. Like, it, it would be it, shit. Of yeah. course it would be shit. But, like, at the same time, it's nowhere near as bad as like the shit you get here or in America or Ukraine or somewhere yeah. like that. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? At the end of the day, it's nowhere near that bad. So, like, you would get some people would maybe willingly be like, "Okay, 
Like, for example, let's say you're sitting in America, right? And I'm just using the death penalty as an example. I don't necessarily agree. Mm. Like, I agree with harsh punishment, but not necessarily the death the penalty, death penalty right? yeah. But let's say you're an American, you want to kill somebody, right? And you're sitting thinking, okay, if I kill this individual, let's say you're in Texas or something, um, it's like, if I kill him, chances are I'll get caught, I'll get killed myself, I'll spend 20 years basically in solitary confinement on death, death row, row, yeah, and then I'll get killed, right? But if you're in Sweden, it's like, if I kill this person, maybe plead mental illness or something, I'll maybe get 10 to 12 years in basically a school with my own room, my own kitchen, mm-hmm. all that sort oh, of yeah. shit. TV. You're probably going to weigh it up and be like, if you really, really wanted to kill that person, you're going to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean yeah, that way? Like, like, the punishment is, it's still a punishment. It's not like it's, you'd rather not be in there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, some people might see it as a necessary evil for what they want to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean that way? They might weigh it up and they'd be like, do you know what? Like, I could probably sit out 15 exactly. years of my life exactly, and, and yeah. go through it and it'd be worth it. 100%. Yeah. That's exactly like, that's my kind of viewpoint. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. But I, I get, I mean, I get your point on rehabilitation and stuff, but what was it you, when I said it would come back to you, what was I saying? Um, Was it about giving back to society? Um, Getting trades and all and then oh no i can't remember um we're talking about prisons yeah obviously <laughs> talked about people watching you and stuff mm-hmm. giving back to society wasn't it um what was i talking was about that? oh yes it was sorry it was it was about it was about giving back to society and it was about money okay so Basically, um, give me a sec. Actually, before I fucking die here, take a drink. <laughs> yeah, so basically what I was saying was, like you were talking about taxpayer money, right? Mm-hmm. And how much did you say it was the cost of rehabilitation? Well, the prison in Sweden worked out at about 103 grand a year per person. grand a year. Yeah. So you're thinking you take that, that's taxpayer's money, right? It's tax, like it's coming from the taxpayer who's paying that. Well, that's true, yeah. The biggest problem a lot of people have with rehabilitation, right, is, like, you look at that prison, right? Okay, a lot of your freedoms are taken away. You can't... You can't leave. Yeah, you, you can't know. leave, obviously. You can't see family and friends all the time. You know, yeah, like, the yeah, actual, yeah. the absolute limits of your freedoms are taken away, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, the conditions they live in, would be a lot better than the conditions lived in. Like you think in the UK already, people complain, right? I've heard stories of homeless people literally committing crimes, like minor crimes, to get into, to get into jail, jail so as they can get a warm room, well, warm, warmer than what they're used to, and hot food, right? And people complain about how even here in the UK that certain prisoners have better living conditions than, you know, working class families in a housing estate, right? So you think if you bring in rehabilitation, right, proper, re- like, Swedish rehabilitation, like, obviously the UK is pretty rehabilitative compared to, like, the likes of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Sweden's just a level beyond that. Well, it, it looked like a a Ritz hotel compared to the UK ones. Not that I've been in a UK jail, but, like, from what I can see, it looked like a like a five-star hotel compared to what we'd get over here, like. Exactly. Yeah. And you think if you brought that in, 
Like I've I've stayed in hostels worse than that Swedish prison. Yeah, I've stayed in hostels worse than probably some decent. They had on suites. British prisons, to be honest. They had on suites. They had whatever game console they want. They had a kitchen with sharp knives. You know, like proper. Yeah, you, know, you like could kill people with easy like knives. Yeah. yeah, they are. The guards just trust them. But see, the thing is that I noticed about it as well. The guards had relationships with the prisoners what, so, like sexual relationships no 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 oh, like, like, friend. like friendships oh, right, yeah. so like they would have like been sitting down talking shout with them in the common room you know like stuff like it's that weird you know that, like, watching football yeah. on the tv like it looked really it's like weird. it is literally like school like a summer camp almost it, it it did put you in mind of it it did put you in mind of it yeah like i like that's my biggest problem let's say you brought that into the uk right swedish yeah. prison system into the united kingdom and you've got some of the worst criminals and offenders out there, right? Who, let's say, killed somebody. Like, for imagine the outrage, right? Let's say somebody drink driving, mm. right? Runs over, crashes into a car, right? Goes up and kills a mum and her two kids, right? Yeah, yeah. And the only survivor of the crash is the dad, right? And this joyrider shows no remorse. Right towards the person ends up in jail, spends the next twelve years, not probably not even probably less for d- death by dangerous driving, in a class prison that's probably better than let's say this guy's working class, living in a housing estate, you know, working a minimum wage mm-hmm. job, busting his balls, Monday to Friday, eight to six for minimum wage. His whole his family, yeah, yeah. Well, his whole family's gone. Oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole family's gone. Just him living alone in a council estate with. A house and provisions that are worse than the conditions this prisoner's living in. This guy's going day to day worrying about money. He's lost his whole family. This guy's went to prison in a perfect cell, cozy, comfy, never has to worry about money, electricity, food in his life. Still has his whole family already. He can't see them all the time, but yeah, he still has them. He's got them. You know, that doesn't really seem. When you wear it up. For, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I and mean, when you put it that way, like, it does seem like. You know, the guy affected by the crime is getting the worst hand dealt to him, you know what I mean? But I mean, it kind of depends what viewpoint you look at it from. And then, you, like you think as well, taxpayers as well, even people not affected. Imagine working your balls off, 9 to 5, 8 to 6, whatever, 50, 40 hours a week, more sometimes, and paying ridiculous amounts of tax, and knowing that a lot of that tax goes towards allowing prisoners to essentially live in better conditions than what you're living in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I I see where you're coming from as well. And when you put it that way, I'd agree with you. You know, like, it would get on, like, underneath anyone's skin. It's just not, like, yeah. It's it's not politically feasible. Yeah. Yeah. And, And, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but one thing I will say, like, I can't remember the exact figures, but, the amount of this this prison held a world record for least amount of reoffenders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, it's, don't get me wrong. It, I think it works, right? It works for Sweden. I think rehabilitation would work. No, like no problem at all. I think rehabilitation would work. That's not my problem. My problem is is that I think punishment and how it acts as a deterrent one is better. For society as a whole, the gains to society from that is better as a whole. Yes, it might damage the individual more than rehabilitation. Yeah. But I think for society as a whole, the preventative measure is is more would be more of a net gain, right? 
That's one thing. The second thing is, it's not politically feasible for two reasons. One, I don't think it's politically feasible based on what I've just said in terms of people wouldn't be paying taxes for the fact that, you know, like it's going towards a rehabilitation center. Yeah. Like the story about, you know, the guy who lost his family and also just a regular person paying taxes for that, right? It just wouldn't be politically feasible. Nobody would ever re-elect. And that, that kind of leads on to my second point, right? Mm-hmm. Politicians are, 99% of politicians are career politicians, right? They only care about short-term gain to be re-elected again, right? That's it, yeah. And that's why we have a lot of problems with major projects in the United Kingdom. You know, like, things that will take place over years and years and years, right? It's because of this short-termism, right? And people are only office, in office, like, in terms and you stuff. You need to or? do things that quickly make you look good to get re-elected. You're only five years before the next re-election, right? Yeah. So let's say you introduce this rehabilitation scheme, right? What you have to do is you first have to fund it, build all the prisons, put people in those prisons, and wait years for those people to come out get the to, get the, to get the results. Yeah. No politician would ever do that because they're never going to be around to see the results of that. Ever. Do you know what I mean? They're not going to be here when it when it hap- when the results come out. Mm. So to most people, it would just be wasting money on something. Even if, they, even if the people didn't really care that much, if the results were at least good, you could maybe sway them. But you'll not know if those results are good until way, way in the future. And the public aren't just going to keep re-electing you year after year waiting to yeah. see if it works. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I get you. I get you. It's just like... I think in principle it's good. It's a nice idea, but I just personally don't see it working. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, you're either on the side of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, or that's what I kept an eye for an about. eye makes the world blind. blind you're yeah. on one side or the other. Do you know what I mean? And there are arguments for both sides. It's but a I, really hard one. When like before, Even before we started talking, I would have been like, oh yeah, definitely. Like this should be rehabilitated, but now I, <laughs> I'm almost like thinking of like backtracking slightly. You know, maybe you could have it for maybe different crimes. Say a murderer, maybe he doesn't deserve to be treated well, or you know what I mean. Like in rehabilitated. But then what type of murderer? Like then, how do you rate? That's my thing as well. I find strange with the justice system is how you rate crimes. I suppose you've so got. For example, right here's a perfect example. Murder carries a lesser sentence than attempted murder. Now, is that true? Eh? Yeah. yeah. Now, so let's say you tried to kill somebody but didn't achieve it. Mm-hmm. Usually, like let's say, for example, let's say you drove your car into, let's say there was people crossing the road and you wanted to kill them and you drove your car as fast as you could at them but you missed them. That's attempted murder, right? But if you drove your car and hit them, that's murder. Both carry a different sentence. Murder's longer. Even though the intent in the first one is still there, you would almost surely argue that both those should carry the same penalty. That's one thing, right? I find that strange. Like, surely the reason for doing it is, is critical. Enough? Do you know what I mean? Is it's enough? crucial. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, if you try to murder somebody, Surely you should go in jail the same amount as someone who does murder somebody. The only difference is you weren't successful in doing it. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Like, had had it worked out, like, you would have seen them dead. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, like, let's say rape, right? If you rape somebody, you're a rapist. Yeah. Obviously. 
But let's say you tried to rape somebody and failed. Let's say the person got the away. Got away or but your intent away. was to yeah. rape, and if you had have caught them, you would have raped. Surely that's the same. Surely you're still a rapist. Surely your sentence should be the same. But nine times out of ten, it's not. I mean, you're going out. To the try intent and to is there. The, yeah. The, the only difference was... is the end product. Yeah. And that's just kind of. I find that kind of strange, but that's just going off on a tangent. It is, yeah, but like, but like in terms of, I just personally feel, you know, punishment. Now, don't get me wrong; there can be excessive punishment, especially in America. Say here, like, I don't think that bad. Say like a shoplifter. Not even or, that. Like once you're in prison, let's say you get thirty years for murder, right? That's fine. Hold someone in a high maximum pe- security prison, thirty years for murder. Locked up st- twenty three hours a day. With- no, but I think that's I think that's extreme. Okay. Lock them in their cell, give them no TV, nothing but a few books, right? But at least give them a few hours exercise a day, a few hours able to talk to other people. That's still horrendous. The only liber- liberties you have is the ability to communicate with other prisoners and a few hours a day in the yard. Mm-hmm. But 23 hours a day in solitary confinement, I think, is excessive. Putting people in solitary confinement, you know, for weeks on end, for minor scuffles and stuff, I think, is ridiculous. Yeah. Like because that, that was how Poland worked their uh, justice system. Like their prisons, like work like you will be locked up twenty three hours a day with one hour a day in like a concrete yard. Like <laughs> I would send anyone insane. Like, yeah, I think that's extreme. Yeah, because I think there kind of becomes a threshold where the like the action, but like the the deterrent can't get any stronger. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, imagine you're standing over a cliff, right? And if the, like, you're considering whether to jump or not, right? Not to die or anything, just whether you want to do the jump, right? Okay, yeah. And you judge up, you know, what are the chances of you're going to die or whatever if you fall, right? Or if, like, if you were to jump, like, would you break your leg? Might, might you die? Whatever. If it's only two meters, three meters, chances are you'll jump, right? You may break a leg, an arm, you may mm. bruise something, crack a rib. But let's say, you know, you'll probably do it. Let's say you're being chased by the police. You'll probably do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. If the cliff is more than eight feet or eight meters, sorry, chances are you'll definitely die. Yeah. Right? If the cliff is 400 meters, you'll definitely die. Yeah. The same as if the cliff is 10 meters. Do you know what I mean? The deterrent is the same. Yeah. Yeah. The, The distance is bigger. The damage to your body is probably just as big. Yeah. Or as bigger for 400 meters, you'd be absolutely obliterated. For 10 meters, you would die, but it probably wouldn't be as bad, like, looking. But, like, the deterrence to see, regardless of the height of the cliff, over a certain threshold. Yeah. I think prison is kind of like that. Spending 24 hours a day in solitary confinement would act as the same deterrent as spending 20 hours in solitary confinement, 4 hours in the yard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's not much, there's of, not it, much of a difference. But one of them but... is so much worse for that individual. Yeah. And I think then, in that case, you know, for the overall societal good, it can be too extreme because... It can be detrimental to... It'll damage that individual more without society gaining anything in return. And then when you know they are I mean? released, they'll probably be worse. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think there is a limit, but I still think punishment 100% for society is better than rehabilitation. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. What about you? Do you, have, do you have anything else to add? or? To be honest, like, I came on to this 
you know, with quite a strong viewpoint that prisoners should be almost like nurtured and they should be set back free and, you know, to be doing good in their lives for once. But like, it's when you think about it, like it, there needs to be that deterrent. So what you're saying is place, like you've switched sides. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, not. I mean, that's, not one hundred percent. Yeah, but you've swayed more I've in the direction of more punishment. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, maybe I just needed to talk about it logically. Yeah, I, you know, and I mean, sometimes logic's not the best way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, so I look nine times out of ten. Well, it's ten times out of ten the way I look at things. It's quite a cold approach. Don't get me wrong, but to me, the societal welfare and benefit of all is greater than the punishment to one individual. Yeah, you know what I mean, and I think if you look at it, the if you just look at it from a solely singular view, and an emotional view, of oh look at that poor guy locked up, I feel sad for him. I think emotions can overcome. You will always go with the option of rehabilitation. Yeah, but if you look at it from the point of view of society as a whole and how society benefits, yeah, as a whole, like for example, let's say this last point I'll make just on on that right, let's say. There's one person in prison, right? And he's murdered somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And he gets locked up 24 hours a day in solitary confinement, right? And there's a documentary made to show this and how bad it is, right? Let's say some guy watching that is considering murder in the same country, in the same state, right? He watches and sees how bad it is, so he decides he's not going to do it, right? That maybe saves the lives of three other people. That one individual getting horrendously punished 24 hours a day prevents someone else maybe killing or going on a killing spree of three or four other people. Yeah. So you don't... From an emotional point of view, you always look at the person that it's happening to there and then. Yeah. The guy getting punished 24 hours a day. You don't look at the consequences in the future of, oh, that could save a mom and her kids. From being murdered. From being murdered. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean that no, way? No, that makes, that makes perfect sense. No, yeah, it does. It does. So I'm sticking with my viewpoint that punishment is better than rehabilitation based on the fact that it benefits society as a whole, not from an individual point of view of the actual suffering of the prisoner. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about trying to find the sweet spot. You yourself, what would you say? Now that you've we've had, I assume you've nothing else to add argument-wise? No, not argument-wise. If, if it was to say anything, I think kind of what I was just saying there, it's all just trying to find... Like I said, a sweet spot. Like, well, yeah, as I said, punishment. You can have too much you punishment. Can, you can have too much punishment, too much rehab. It's trying to find enough cause to deter people from committing crime, but as well, but not, not too much to the point that it's not ridiculous. releasing them like animals. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So you're still sort of before you were rehabilitation. Hundred percent. You're now kind yeah. of. In the middle, maybe swaying more towards punishment. Yeah, well, like yeah, I'd say like okay. sixty forty. Yeah, punishment Punish, sixty forty. Punishment sixty forty. Okay. Yeah, I'd say probably ninety five punishment, five percent forty. Okay, five percent. Sorry, ninety five percent punishment, five percent rehab. rehab. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, I'm just a cold bastard. Like, but <laughs> anything else? We'll not, we'll not disagree no, about. <laughs> I don't think anybody would. Anything else? Or is that us? Do you know what? That's me. That's us. That's, okay. That's me, yeah. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, it was a lot shorter than the last few episodes, so you'll probably be happy about that. Um, but yeah, tune in for the next one after this. Keep them coming.